Hello, and welcome to Mishmash. This is Mish Hancock, where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, and wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is John Lanius. He is the executive director of Vidzu Media and an expert media strategist. He brings his extensive broadcast and new media experience to creating impactful video production and digital content for all budget levels. And there's a whole lot more to him, and we're going to learn that today. And welcome, John. Thank you very much. Great to be here. I am so happy you're here. Well, I'm I'm happy. I mean, the last time that we were together in this environment, uh, it was the other way around, and I was interviewing you. Correct. We were talking TEDx. Yes, we were. I talk that a lot. Yes, you do. <laughs> well, I'm 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 glad that that exists because I mean, you know, any opportunity to uh, inform and make others intelligent and inspired, I am all for that. I am as well, and we need a lot more intelligent and inspired people on Earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my thought. I had you know, because. Lately, I, I kind of had an experience, as I was telling you before, about, you know, some things of people that are not exactly intelligent and inspired, and <laughs> we need more of those. Wait, you mean there are people that are not smart, and there are people that aren't weird. inspired about life? I know, it's, I know it's weird, but I'm starting to feel like sensible people are a dying breed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, wh- oh, what is the movie? I, I, I know this, and I just, it, just, it just popped out of my head. Idiocracy? Um, Idiocracy, thank you. I knew you all, yeah, everybody in the studio knew that I was going to go there because I've talked about this ad nauseum. It's like, I remember watching Idiocracy going, that's a funny movie. Right. And then in the last year and a half, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's happening. No, it is. You Because you talked about it before, mm-hmm. and, I had, and, and I was freaking out. I was like, oh my gosh, somebody else has seen it and feels that way. Mm-hmm. Because... When I saw it, I thought to myself, this is a funny, silly movie, but it's also, it's very frightening Mm -hmm. because I think it's happening. Mm -hmm. And I won't name names, but I think one of them are running for president. So (laughs) kind of scary. So, okay, John. Yes, ma'am. You have a lot more going on than just video production. Yes, ma'am. You have this amazing background. Thank you. Talk, talk a bit about your background. Well, what do you want to know? So, so, and the, and the reason why I put this up is because, so, um, one part of my background is that I've studied Japanese incense since I was 10 years old, right? That's Which, totally what we got to talk about. Okay. Well, well, but when you first hear about that, it seems kind of like, wait, incense, are you, a, are you a tree hugger? What's this about? And then when you, when you just broad stroke, when you start to look a little deeper into the Japanese culture, you see that it was deeply ingrained with the samurai culture that lasted more than just, you know, the Tom Cruise movie, right? I mean, you're, 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 talking, you're talking a thousand years of, of warrior culture. Right. And so my first teacher of incense who passed away in 1994, she said, you know, John, remember this about people. True teaching only happens when you ask. And and if you if you're out there and you're talking about, you know, something and just kind of boasting about what you do, people aren't really listening. So you, they might listen to a little bit of it, right. but but their attention span usually is kind of the uh, is usually the the amount of time that it takes elevator doors to close. Right. Unless you reopen the door again. Exactly. And then continue that. Right. So so what, what I'm interested in is that I, I'm happy to talk about any of my background and any of that. But I'm really like, what do you want to know about specifically? Well, since you're, that that was going to be totally a part of what we were going to talk about. I'm, I'm fascinated with this. First of all, I want to know since 10. Mm-hmm. So what happened that you went, I want to know more about this. Got it. So in my neighborhood, uh, there was a guy who bullied me. 
And, you know, now in retrospect, I see it, you know, now in my 40s. And this guy had a horrible life, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, just, I mean, really had a horrible life. And I happened to be the nice kid in the neighborhood that he decided to make the the end of his punches and all of that. And, uh, and, and, and my mother... For you know, for just just to to create this in your mind, my mother was pretty much a hippie, right? And then my dad was former military. So if like when I look at myself now, you know, as an older man, I, I look at the fact that I'm really a, a combination of my mother and my father, which I'm kind of a militaristic tree hugger. Gotcha. You know? <laughs> I love it. I think this is good. Yeah, to a certain extent, right? Well, so my mother said, well, you know what? I think we're going to get you involved in, in martial arts. And my dad said, teach him how to fly airplanes. And that's not a joke. <laughs> and so here I am in martial arts. And my father says, you know, if we teach you how to fly airplanes, planes, then you'll learn responsibility. And well, if you crash the plane, well, at least we won't have to worry about you anymore. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> That's a nice thought, Dad. But I'm really glad he did it, right? <laughs> so, so, so here I am in martial arts class uh, at nine. And um, Mr. Black, who was my first teacher, he, uh, he's burning this, this, this stick in front of the room, right? And it's now, it's incense that I would call really awful and horrible. It's the stuff that you can smell on certain streets in St. Louis that, gotcha. or, or that you buy it at very dollar large. Store. Yeah, dollar store. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying not to drop big corporations because I work with big corporations, so I'm not trying to name drop. Sorry, I love the dollar store, but just not the place to buy incense. Right. Well, they're not my client yet. Um, gotcha. But uh, Okay. So, let's, but, let's just right. know. Can <laughs> well, so my, but my point is, is that I was fascinated by the fact that here's you light something and then there's a fragrance and then there's smoke, right? And I remember that very distinctly. It was a really a, a, a defining moment for me. And I got home and I told my mother and she was like, okay, well, you're interested in martial arts. You're interested in incense. Luckily, my mother was a very worldly person, right? So she gave me a book on world religions. And what I thought was interesting about that was that as I flipped through the book, I'm suddenly seeing, okay, incense with Christianity, right? Mm -hmm. Incense with Buddhism, okay. Incense with Taoism, okay. And suddenly it was every major religion, including the Muslim religion, even though it's not a part of, you know, uh, their services, it's actually burned in the home. Right? Okay. Well, so what I learned over, so what I got interested in was that I was like, what is this, what is this phenomenon of incense related to spirituality related to, um, you know, eventually what I would call ontology, right? The study of being, right? right? And and all of this. And so suddenly before I knew it, I was 10 years in to studying world incense traditions. Uh, when I turned 16, uh, I, I meet my first incense teacher who had studied incense, you know, for 25 years before that. She passes away in 1994, but she leaves with me a, a, a body of knowledge that it's very difficult to explain in large audiences. In other words, people have asked me, like, can you talk about incense in front of a large group? I'm like, no, I really can't because I would have to have everyone have the experience of pure sandalwood or, or pure aloes wood. And what it really is, it's, it's, it's really a, uh, a, a shared experience with a very small group of people or really, you know, kind of, kind of one-on-one, um, in talking about really like how does fragrance alter us? In other words, you have smells in your life. Uh, I don't want to talk about those right now. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you, you, you know, you have smells in your life that when you smell them, right, you immediately go back, right? So, yeah. so scent is our is most connected, or is our biggest link to memory. And so, there's this saying that has been that's emerged primarily in the in the in the Far East and in the Near East, which is that the the more incense you burn, the more uh, enlightened you become. Another way to say that is the more you experience fragrances that take you to the back 
of, of your mind or, or take you back in time, the more you can complete that so that your past continues to be completed so that you can be more present in the moment. And and that's what everybody I really love wants. That. I that's an awesome thought right so there. That's I mean, that's very broad stroke and very like quick explanation. Right. Right. But and also, I mean, because I love incense mm-hmm. and I feel that it sort of it cleanses your space. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always look at it as a way like you just got to kind of cleanse the space a bit. Mm-hmm. Get, get that get that whole feeling in there of just you know everything's back to harmony and balance. Mm-hmm. And and I am by no means an expert. But oh, and you know what? We probably have to go to break. Okay. I could talk about this. The, the, I could, I'm all like in this conversation, but we're going to go to a quick break and we're going to come back with John in just a moment. Get raw with chaos on Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m. at studiocradio.com. Welcome back. This is Mish Hancock, and we're speaking with John, 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 John Launius. John Launius, so serious. I will say this in a very different accent. Um, (laughs) We are talking about incense. Yes. And so, okay, first what I need to know is, how does one come upon or find an incense teacher? Mm. I mean, is that like a full, I'm an incense teacher? No, it it actually just, it just kind of emerged. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I, I totally believe that if you do what you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it, then the universe will provide for you. Yes. Now, however, any of you who may be listening want to language that for yourself, um, you know, I, uh, I, I have a very close connection to the divine, and I and I call the divine many names based on who I'm talking to, and that's right. not and not in any way to kind of alter, but it's but it's 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 to be respectful to the audience, right? I think the energy is the same, right? Um, but Sally was her name, by the way. It was was my first teacher, and but it was very interesting because, you know, she taught me a lot of the philosophy. Uh, behind incense that, you know, could be sourced all the way going back to the Sumerians um, and especially uh, the pyramid text of the Egyptians. And in in short, the, the, the lesson on one level is that the Egyptians talked about, well, the Egyptians frankincense, right? So, we, so, right. so, so during the break, we were talking about Catholicism, right? Mm-hmm. And we we're talking a little bit about how in the Catholic Church, for the most part, the, the, the main incenses that are known in, in the Catholic tradition are frankincense and myrrh. Okay. Right? So frankincense and myrrh are both autoimmune reactions to damage of frankincense trees or, um, or myrrh bushes, right? And so essentially what they are is that they're scabs when the tree is healing and then they pull off the uh, the resin and then they dry it and then that becomes uh, the incense really but but for the yeah so but for the for the Sumerians and the, specifically the uh, the ancient Egyptians they talked about how it was sweat of the gods and so it was something that they could literally take in physical form so that when it was burned like through the process of transformation through fire right, right. it produced on one level smoke and fragrance and so you've got then this whole idea and, and how the Egyptians took that was that, number one, the smoke draws your attention upwards to the heavens, right? And the fragrance is something that stays with you here in, in, in the moment, you know, gives a, a different feeling of, of uh, you know, it could be joy or it can be whatever, however, however you're experiencing that. But from a medicinal point of view, and we talked about this before the break, um, frankincense, for example, kills 99.9% of bacteria on contact. It actually expands the lung. 
things and it helps. It actually helps in circulation. It helps in a number of different things. Right. So true incense is actually healing and it is not what you can buy in any store that exists in almost any place in, in the United States. Well, I mean, so where would one purchase actual real Incense. Right, right now, there there are places online that, that you can get really good incense. Okay. Um, part of the reason why how in 1993, I wanted to open the largest incense store in the country, and I did that. Um, in the front, in, in Maplewood, Missouri, was my incense store. It was originally called Papa Dumbas, and then it became Old Kyoto Incense Company. Okay. And then in the back, we had our martial arts dojo, where I would continue to train in martial arts and train military, government, and law enforcement, and that would lead up to uh, what would happen post 9 11, but we're talking about incense. Right, um, right, right. <laughs> and and uh, so, so the whole, so you, uh, you also jogged my, my mind before the break when you're talking about you love incense in the space, right? Right. So talk a little bit about that for yourself and then perhaps we can go down that road. Well, for me, I just feel, um, and I've never, I, I always looked at incense as being healing in that it just, it has a calmness about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, you know, you aren't, I don't think of, I'm going to go light some incense and then have a dance party. I'm sure people do. I don't. I tend to. I tend <laughs> Depends to, on what kind of incense. Yeah, what kind of incense quotes, we are burning. Right, right. <laughs> but I tend to look at it like a, a way to bring balance back into my space. Mm-hmm. So um, I love the Nag Champa. Did mm. I say that correctly? Mm-hmm. That I've, I've always had sort of a... Um, Attraction to the the Indian, to the Hindu, mm-hmm. to you know, and so that tends to be my go-to. Mm-hmm. However, and I I just I I don't know if I'm buying the real stuff. I honestly do not know. Mm-hmm. I like the smell of it, mm-hmm. and I feel like it really does cleanse my space. Got it. So let me ask you a question: Do you like the box, the smell of the box before you burn it, or do you like after you burn it? know that I've ever thought about it. Okay. Well, here's the, here's the thing. And no offense to anyone who burns Nag Champa, that used to be my favorite mm-hmm. incense as well until I started getting educated, right? Okay. And so the main flower in Nag Champa is a flower called Halmati. And Halmati is a very famous Indian flower that is the signature fragrance that you are experiencing. Okay. Because Nag Champa is produced at such a large amount Around the world, I mean, it is. You could argue that it's the number one known yeah, incense on the it's planet. Very right? well known. Um, the ingredients that are in there are not healthy. Oh, they're well, not. Yeah. But it's okay though, because thanks to the internet, hey, there you go. <laughs> okay, you yeah, can get internet. online right now. Get yourself some halmati. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I have to I have to change my search. Right, exactly, and I'm and I'm happy to discuss this with you off the air about it. But I mean, you know the. Nag Champa is supposed to be in a base of sandalwood, which sandalwood is is so. so you said you like the Hindu, right? Right. So sin, uh, sandalwood, um, the Japanese word is byakudan, um, but to the Hindus, sandalwood uh, is often known as the great receiver. Okay. In that it has a lot of connotations with water and has a lot of connotations with with uh, emotion and fluidity and things like that. Um, and and it is it is one of the world's recognized quote meditation. Quote, end quote, incenses, right? Right. There's also another one uh, called aloes wood, which is around 57 different varieties. But to your point, it does return one back to the center, right? And right. When, when, when people say, well, what is the center? And I said, who are you when you're not responding to anybody else? When you're just you. Right. You're when just you- like they're... I always think well, of even in alignment. Beyond you. Right. Well, even like, beyond you. I'm, I am whatever I am. I'm in alignment with the universe. Right. You know, that's, that's, I mean, and you touch it when you know when you've touched it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know when you're out of it. Mm-hmm. So 
to me, having that sort of, and I don't even know if it's a ritual, but just I'm going to light this right now just so I can remember Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. be here. It is a ritual. It is. I mean, there there, there are two forms of meditation, fixed and discursive, Mm -hmm. right? The fixed meditation is obviously clearly the sitting or any iteration of that that we could, you know, talk about, right? Right. And then the discursive could be that incense dance party that you were just talking about, (laughs) right? Having one. I'm starting Um, one. I like how the, uh, and you know, I like how the Japanese language this in, in that the concept of shikaku which means eye of the hurricane. Okay. In that, in that, for most people in life, right? Like if, if if you imagine you're walking around, like all of us are walking around with a hurricane around us, right? Most people are caught in the hurricane. Exactly. But what? But what is the nature of the hurricane? What's what's happening at the center of the hurricane? Exactly. There's calm, it's calm right? right? Right. But most people don't want to stay there very often, or it's difficult for them to get to that. But here's the lesson in all of that: is that wherever you find your center calm, whether it's incense, whether it's meditation, whether it's your favorite TV show, right? Right. How do you get back to your center calm so that you can actually then use that hurricane? Right. And wield it around you so that you can make a path for yourself distinct from before when you were in your own chaos trying to deflect the, the board or that piece of paper flying at you or whatever. Yeah. No, that's that, – I love that. I say this all the time. I, I, saw, I always say, you're, you know, I, you want to be in that calm – that the eye of the, or the hurricane. Mm. And those that are spinning in the hurricane, bless them. Mm. You want to bless them and you want to be there for them. But you need to stay – in your calm center. Mm. And of course, we never do. Something spins us out of control at some point. We're like, oh, I'm in the hurricane now. Okay, I gotta get back to the center. You know, but it's bringing that awareness to it. And if you get that awareness via incense or what have you, mm-hmm. but I love that you even said TV show. Thanks for that. <laughs> well, I that mean, it just makes me happy. Right. But I mean, I think that we do have to move in and out of things because how can you know black unless you know white? How can you know on unless you know off? Right. You yeah. can't. There has to be the. There has to be those those various ways yeah. in order to be thankful for what you have in the middle. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we are going to take a quick break. We will be right back with John Lanius. Hi, this is Sam for 100th Monkey Media. 100th Monkey Media specializes in affordable social media solutions for the small to medium-sized business. Their goal is to make it easy and to create an awesome social media presence for you. Learn more at 100thmm.com or call 636-789-1776. And we're back and we're speaking with John Lanius. Okay, I have questions. I'm ready. Okay, so let's pretend like we could create a business mm. around incense. And that business is you are pairing incense with something. You know how people pair like wine with food. Mm-hmm. What would you pair it with? Um, I would probably pair incense with therapy. That's perfect. Um, what I would do, and, I, I, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm not cheating by saying I've done this in my lectures before, but I'm cheating a little bit, <laughs> uh, in that if I take a fragrance that you have never experienced before, and I'm able to give you an experience of that experience, right. something will happen, right? In the same way that if you and I go into a forest and you've never seen a forest before, you're going to discover something new you haven't discovered before. So when we talk about therapy or when we talk about, you know, connecting at that level of communication, um, you know, it gives you a new perspective, allows something new to kind of enter. So I would say our business would be therapeutic incense discussions. My second question is in line with that. 
So what what do you think your title would be then? What would you call yourself? Like I, the, what the business is, but what would you what would your title be? Um, I mean, incense therapist. Would incense be... therapist. Yeah. I mean, well, so the word incense comes from the Latin incensum, which means to burn through. Ah. Right. So. I assert on one level is that as we go through life and as we grow and change, there are things that we burn through. Gotcha. Right? That 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 have us emerge. I love it. As a new, you know, person to a certain extent, right? Right. Bad relationships, we burn through them and arrive as someone new. So wouldn't it so maybe um I, I don't know what the title would be, but I like the idea that I I'm a catalyst for having people burn through whatever stops them or whatever has them be ineffective so that they can be more of who they know themselves to be naturally instead of worrying about who people expect them to be. And I love the idea of burn through. I mean, that's there's the title of a movie, a book, mm. a, a business. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> Welcome to burn through. We're going to burn through all the crap Yeah, to get you to where you need to be. Well, to give you a little lesson on kodo, kodo meaning the way of incense, do meaning way, mm-hmm. ko meaning incense in, in the Japanese language, um, at, at a very high level, it is about transformation of consciousness and about a new way of being, right? Right. So if, for example, so, there, so there's one form of incense tradition where so when, when, so when people think of incense burning, they always think of smoke. Right. Right. But that's not always the truth. Right. So nowadays, essential oils, as we talked about on the break, are very popular. Right. Right. Well, I can take, you know, uh, sandal wood and I can take a burner or I can take a particular kind of Japanese incense burning vessel called a monkoro, which means listening vessel. Right. And, and you want to get the word listening. And I'm going to come back to that. And I can warm that piece of wood to release only the fragrance and not the smoke. And the lesson becomes, and, and you know, you've dealt with a lot of people and I've dealt with a lot of people and I deal with a lot of people in media, right? right. And so a lot, I don't know what it is. For a lot of people in media, there's a lot of ego. And, really? And, and there's a lot of smoke, <laughs> right? Well, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors. So yes. what I'm always interested in and what I want to get to for people, and I do it in very particular ways when I'm, when I'm first meeting with people, but how can I get to your true essence? How can I get to your true fragrance instead of the smoke that you want to throw at me? Where it's like, hey, listen, I'm going to impress you. I'm going to be, uh, you know, and I, right. I call it L.A. finger gunning. Where it's, uh, <laughs> and for those of you who can't see this, imagine I've got two fingers and I'm kind of That's wagging perfect. them back and yeah. forth, right? Hey, hey. Right, but it's like, but it's, it's, that's that's the smoke, but that's not who you really are. Right. You know, how can I get to your true essence, your true fragrance? And that is the journey of kodo, the way of incense. That is also the way of really any of, as the as the Chinese would language it, wei wu wei, literally doing not doing, where the doer has wholeheartedly vanished into the deed, where the fuel has been completely transformed into flame. There's nothing left. And this is a... It's, it may seem philosophical and something that you can't grasp. And if, and if you haven't played with that and, and gotten into that, you know, in the, in the 80s and in the 90s during the human potential movement, everybody kind of got excited around this whole thing about being in the zone, right? Right. Yeah, and, the zone. And, and that, is, that is a good languaging, but that's not the experience. You know, if I'm really being myself and I'm really being completely with you, there should be no other thought than this moment. And that's when true intimacy and connection occurs. And I think that there are forms of media that you can do that. And radio or audio is one very powerful way to do that. Because everything that I've been saying and you've been saying for as long as we've been doing this 
has emerged in people's minds in a myriad of images. Right. Instead of what I normally do at, at, at Vidzu Media, where I run, I, I, I run with an amazing group of creatives who put video you know, to those thoughts and put that together. Right. But I think that, you know, we need to have all of that. And I, and for me, the study of incense and video creation is one and the same. And it, and it seems divergent perhaps at first. Well, and, and so thinking of video, mm -hmm. perfect segue. It's like you knew what I was going to ask. Next. <laughs> um, do you feel that there is a way that you could convey the whole idea behind, not the whole idea, I get that, but can sort of convey the experience and experience of incense with video, no. with the visual. No. You got to have the, you got to have the fragrance. Well, you, well, you have to have the direct experience because, well, so this is something that we can all do, you and everyone listening. Right. Okay. If I said, remember the smell of a pine tree. I can, I, I got it. Well, you see it in your mind. I see the pine tree but and I have a sense of it, but you're right. You I don't can't like smell, smell it. it. You can't you smell it. Right. Gotcha. Right. So that's the see. So that's the fun part of fragrance as a path to enlightenment, as one lightening up, as one really getting in the moment. You have to have it in order to have the experience. Uh -huh. If I say, "Remember your first car," you're going to have that in your mind. You don't. You know. I mean, you you have everything you need. As I said, remember it. But if I but if I said, you know, can you remember new car smell? You, gotcha. you have a you have, I have a, a sense of it, but sense, not like I don't. I can't actually sit here. But and you smell can't. It. You can't smell yeah, it, right? Right. So that's the funny thing about human beings. In that, if I'm able to give you that experience, it's, it's in the same way that if you're sitting in Zen meditation and you start to fall asleep, there is you know a tradition where they take a stick and they hit you. <laughs> right. It's not to be mean. <laughs> right. It's just like necessarily. You're, you're, um, you're out of the. You're yeah. You're falling asleep in meditation. Asleep, not the same right? thing. Yeah. So that. So the whole. That's the whole. I mean, there's a reason why that that incense is used in the Zen tradition. You know, the 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 particular forms of incense that are used cause a particular way of being and mind that actually you know help with the zazen and the and the different sitting postures and and the levels of mind that one needs to get to. That is. Crazy interesting. I never thought of that before. I just never thought of what you, you absolutely have to have that thing in order to for your sense of smell to right. kick in. Which is part of the reason why that I can't talk about this at, in, in large groups. Yeah. Like, and people said, you, sh you should do a TED Talk. And I'm like, no, I can't. I can't. I literally cannot do that unless everybody in the room could have the exact experience at the exact same time that I was having it. But the logistics of that would be ridiculous. It would, it was, I mean, there's <laughs> right, everybody grab your incense. Yeah. Right, but no, I, mean, I get right. it. But then, but then on top of that, like if we're not using, I mean, then it's about, you know, is the incense warmed at the right temperature? Wow. Like there's suddenly all of these different factors that would go into play that there's no way that I could give everybody the exact same experience, which is why if you ever, if you go online and see pictures of my lectures, there are usually no more than 20 to 25 people. Which makes sense because that's they, that's the most that I can do. Well, John, this has been so interesting. I thank you so much for coming on and talking. I, I have a whole new appreciation, and I I want to explore this even more. So well, we're going to have to get together and you can be my incense teacher. Yeah, well, here's what's funny for me. Like I I thought we were going to talk Vidzu Media, and I thought I didn't know I didn't know where we were going. I did not expect to talk incense, which I love. This no, I totally wanted you to talk about it. So I'm so excited what you did. Thank Good. you so You're much welcome. for being here and for sharing this great information with us. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. This is Mish Hancock or Mish Mash, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>